podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Hello, good evening and welcome to this Fatback 480 for Wednesday night. Liverpool have exited the Champions League at the round of 16 stage after another dramatic night at Anfield. Despite being 1-0 up at full time and 2-0 up in extra time, they managed to lose the game 3-2 and go out 4-2 on aggregate to Atletico Madrid. With me tonight I have Chris and I have Keith and we're going to go through the game, the ramifications, everything. Everything to do with the game, we're absolutely going to go through it in the next... 40 minutes or so I'd say it'll take us tonight here we go and here we go Oh, where do we start with this? Where do we start with this? Um, Keith and Chris are with me, uh, as always. And just initial reaction, lads. We, we will go through the game as, as much as we possibly can in the next 40 minutes or so. But just your immediate reaction to that. Uh, Keith, I'm going to come to you first. You must be absolutely gutted at that. Oh, absolutely gutted doesn't even come close, Gav. I think oh, the first 90 minutes of that game is the best we've played all season, in my opinion. Mm. And then to just see it taken away the, in the manner that it was it, it's just heartbreaking stuff you know maybe exaggerating you know what I mean it's a game of ball but it really feels like I've had the bollocks kicked down me now and just flat and deflated yeah no, it, yeah it's it's a tough one to take it really is a tough one to take Chris um, I, I'm presuming you're on the, on the, the same thoughts as as, uh, as myself and Keith at the moment <sighs> yeah yeah uh, it's a real that's a real tough one to take that uh, I thought in the 90 minutes we played well uh, there was always that slight concern it was only 1-0 uh, you know partly down to the fact that Oblak played really really well um, but the first thing I said as soon as we went 2-0 up right, it's just switch on concentrate and unfortunately for Adrian Chelsea and this last game you know he's, he's dropped two he's dropped two bollocks out of Costas which is Hard to take, and you know, I'm staying off social media tonight because the poor lad's going to get absolute penalties. He'll be called the shittest goalkeeper that's ever lived, and you, unfortunately, it's a risk of a sub goalie. Uh, but yeah, no, it's hard. To, it's hard to take that because actually, thought there was lots and lots of positives from that. I thought Chamberlain, Wijnaldum were excellent. Henson didn't look like he'd been injured, which was brilliant. Um, but uh, defensive, uh, the, the back four, I've still got gripes with the goals as well. And the front three, look, I thought Salah was decent. I thought Bobby had a bit of a weird game and Manny was very hit and miss. So there's still areas to improve, but yeah, to be honest, I thought that performance would have gone through. So yeah. it's quite, it's quite hard to take, to be honest. It is hard to take, but look, let, let's go through it as best we can. Just, just you've, you've touched on the team there, Chris, uh, but Keith, I'm going to come to you about it. He goes with the normal back four. He goes with the, with the normal front three. And then in midfield, he, he takes Fabinho out. He puts Henderson in with, with, with and Oxley Chamberlain. And, a lot of people seemed happy with that. I was a little bit surprised, I'm going to be honest. I think for Fabinho, he's a sort of player that needs games. You know, he needs games. And, all right, he probably just thought, like, you know, people might say you haven't got the legs in him, but you're, you're, you're risking a little bit on Henderson coming back in there. But, right, after 15 seconds, they, they're nearly in. But it, it looked like it was walking key, didn't it, from, from very early on. Like you said, I thought it was a magnificent performance overall, a, a brilliant performance. But when you see the team starting, you're, are you are you happy with what you see, what you see on the, on the, you know, on the team sheet? Um, when I first seen it, I was a bit surprised, like you, like yourself, I'm sure, Gav, um, to see Fabinho out. And not even to see Hendo back, but to see maybe the Ox starting, because I think he's been a bit underwhelming in the last few games. But in saying that, I thought the midfield were excellent tonight. 
Mm. Thought they were absolutely each. What I thought was Ox is probably his best game for us. I thought he was just doing trying everything. I thought he was very good. Genie, Genie's just missed that reliable. You know, just keeps doing what he does. Can't argue with that. And Henderson, as was said there, it's like he was never in, like he was never away. Straight yeah. back into it. Kept the, you could see the difference. I think having Hendo back into that midfield and the tempo. You know, he didn't. We were much more relentless than we have been. There was no let up. Um, I just if I was going for, I would have put money on it being Fabinho Henderson and Wijnaldum. But I, I, yeah, I thought he done well when they got when the game started. And I suppose a lot of that comes down to how Atletico was set up as well. You know, like they weren't they weren't allowed to get into the game because the amount of pressing that those boys done on them was geez, it was fierce, ferocious. It was ferocious, and 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 Chris, like, let's be honest, like we, we they start well. Let's be honest about it; they start really well. I bought uh, Joe Felix, I think, into Diego Costa, but from there on in, like we expected Liverpool to come out like a train, and they done that. They came out, they pressed, they pressed high, they got the ball wide, they made the pitch big. And it was a real, dare I say it, a typical Liverpool performance that you've witnessed so much over the last probably two, two and a half years where the tempo was really high. You know, there was a lot of intent on every pass. It was it was brilliant. Like, we started really, really well. I thought, like, it's hard to actually turn around and, and pick a negative, bar the obvious, out of the game. Yeah, yeah, it is really. I mean, uh, I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I think I said on the show um, a couple of nights ago. I thought Fabinho might get dropped or rested uh, because I thought we probably needed a bit more pace. Because one thing we were we needed to do is move them around. Mm. Uh, so one thing Genie Genie Hendo and Chamber give us is it gives us runners off the ball. It makes you know we make them wrap and make them move around, and then we could use Fabinho and Mills' experience to, well, I thought hopefully bring it home. So you know, I was largely positive. I thought the full, I thought fullbacks were, were much better with their crossing. They weren't crossing from too deep. They were for dangerous areas. Corners could still be worked on, but even the corner routine, some were quite clever. It was just a bit of slack finishing. Uh, Salah looked, you know, imperious. You know, he had he had their fullback on toast. You know, he was getting past him every time. You know, it wasn't always coming off. But, you know, Manny, while he wasn't at his sparkling best defensively, he was causing them problems and gave Trippier a game. I just. Um, my frustration is, and I, I, and look, I got pelts in this for saying this on social media because it's like a sin to say this, but Virgil van Dijk, pardon my language, needs to wake the fuck up. He's in the first half. He's just decided lately is following runners is none of his business, mm. and that's where they're a couple of chances for. He just went, ah, I can't be asked following that. Mm. And it, and people go, oh, has he lost a bit of pace? Is he carrying an injury? No, he's just switching off. But because we don't concede, he gets away with it. But that was my only frustration first half. I said, you just follow your fucking runner. Do the basics. Mm. You're brilliant at everything else. But it, it, there is that little bit of, I don't know what it is, just a little bit of slackness. It just needs to just be that little bit sharper. Mm. And that's my that's my one gripe I had in the first half. But other than that, you know, when he got to 1-0, I, th- I was like, perfect time to score. You know, absolute brilliant ball. You know, and I agree with Keith. That's probably Ox's best game. You know, unfortunately for the lad, he, he just ran himself into the ground. No, which is probably... Which is probably again, this is the uh, the knee injury. This is probably getting himself back to elite fitness. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, maybe it was just you know maybe with Adrian, you know we're going to go against Adrian. Maybe it was just a uh, one game too many for him. You know, I know he's going to get a lot of abuse for tonight. You know, some bits deserved. He'll go over the top as it always does. But let's not lose us that. Cite the fact you know the guys never let us down in the league, and he did help us win a, a super cup. So you know he is, you know. You know, he has been a, a decent deputy for us. Mm. Uh, Kevin Sullivan on that subject says, Evening, lads, I'm turning off the chat. Not able for the slagging Adrian is getting. He made mistakes. Pretty sure he knows. Doesn't need to be told by us. People have selective short memories. Just He's just going to listen. That's fine, Kev. Um, and listen, I've always said about this show, if someone plays well, we'll say they played well. If they play poorly, they play poorly. On this occasion, you have a player to play poorly and you have to point it out. Yeah, I, it will go over the top. You'll have people say you should never play for the club again and fuck him out of the club and all that sort of thing. Everyone had bad games. He just had one tonight and it cost us. But we, we will discuss it. I, I'm, I'm not going to veer away from saying that a player had a bad game. Uh, it's just not my thing uh, because I'll come on here you know, six days of the week and tell you how great everybody is. So when yeah. someone does have a bad one, you kind of have to point it out. Otherwise, it's a bit, 
hypocritical, I think. Um, Stephen Kingsbury says a brilliant performance, and then the keeper undone all the great work. We'll get on to that later. Um, but like, like Chris says there, you know, Van Dyke one or two times switching off. You you can pick out bit, bits and pieces. Um, performance was the best so far in 2020, says Jonathan Dunne, who absolutely agree with you. Mark Spruill says Ox played great, some great runs. I, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was brilliant. Um, you know, Dunne says proud of the boys. These things happen. That's why I'm feeling. I am feeling that little way a bit. Um, because I didn't even say that right. I'm feeling that way a little bit. Um, Avo says he's not slagging Adrian off, but he should have got the two of them, but shouldn't have been put in the situation if the defence does their job better. Saying that Gomez was excellent tonight. You know, like Chris, you you said it. You said it before, um, and I'll stay with you. You you said it before the, before we come on here. You said, yeah, listen, Adrian had a bad game, but we had enough chances to win that easily. We're in ninety minutes. How much of that was down to us and how much of that was down to the goalkeeper at the other end because I thought he was magnificent? Uh, probably a bit of both. I mean, there's a couple of saves he makes that are top saves and then there's a couple of times where we just snatched it, you know, um, you know, even at 1-0, you know, as great as the Manny overhead kick was, the second one he does, you are looking going, that's where you probably need to go ahead to lay it off, which, you know, is something Manny's normally pretty good at. Um, so I think it was a little bit of couple of wrong choices. I mean, a couple, a couple of the best opportunities fell to Robbo. I mean, look, I'm not digging the lad out, but, you know, he's not renowned for his goals. You know, he's, he's there to supply them. Mm. You probably wanted some of those chances to maybe fall to a Salah or a Firmino or, or, or a Mane. I mean, I was pleased Bobby got his goal. Gets that monkey off his back to, in the last couple of games, you know. But, yeah, um, sorry, I'm, I'm just struggling with how I'm just really disappointed, you know, because um, it's I'm a bit harsh. It's, it's you okay can't, to be disappointed. You, you can't legislate for a keeper, and it's not to dig the lad out. You can't. Mm. Um, but I think people, and, I've, uh, you know, I've disagreed with a few things that have been on the show in the last couple of weeks where it's been like, well, Adrian doesn't do this, and Adrian can't do that. You know he's got a rick in him. But you're also going, there's a reason he's the sub, because if he was close to Adrian, not being rude, he wouldn't be on our bench. He'd be playing for someone else. Mm. And I think people need a bit of perspective of going, whatever keeper we get in to go behind Adrian, do you know what? Uh, Alison, sorry, he ain't going to be as good. Mm. He ain't going to be as good with his feet. He ain't gonna, he is, he's going to drop a bollock or two because that's why the sub goal is because if they were that good, they were, you know, they, they wouldn't. It's just, it just hurts the fact that, unfortunately, he's dropped a bollock in a game that we haven't had time to, to recover from. I think even when we dropped the first one, I was like, 25 minutes to get a goal, we could do that. The two-two thing kills us. That's what kills us. The second goal, you know, that was really hard to watch, and you know, the, the inevitable crowing that will go on social media. I called this, you know, the the breaks killed us and all that sort of stuff. How long are we going to say the breaks killed us? No, no. You see, you, you see, that, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to stand by something I said, right? And I, I said it going back, probably after Wofford and around the Chelsea game, and probably leading up to the Barmer game. I think Klopp's target this game and he's taking his chances in the intervening games with slight changes, players being a little bit leggy and he's targeted this and he's thought I can probably get away with a draw and a defeat in the league somewhere but if I can get them back tip top for Atletico Madrid and we can get through that we're bouncing then. You know, we're absolutely bouncing. Now, the whole coronavirus thing is throwing another angle at the whole thing altogether. And there's reports tonight that the Juventus player Rugani has tested positive for, for the coronavirus. So it's all going off there. Um, what may happen with the league? I'm not too sure. I can't see them scrapping it. I think that's not a chance of that happening. I think you might see it postponed for a little while and then you may see a play behind closed doors we'll have to see the only saving grace for me and all that is that there's an international break coming up and they may look to get another seven to ten days out of this and then probably have to shut it down and the international break may help that i'm not too sure i'm not going to talk too much on the coronavirus tonight though right um megan mccallion says it's great to see the skipper back it was great to see henderson back he was excellent and I, thought he, I thought he fitted in seamlessly um maybe club could have brought on fabinho early says don't know i'm not too sure the way the game was going i thought we were really really good it was just moments that done it. it wasn't like sustained periods Stephen Kingsbury says why pass the ball back to the keeper clear it into touch the pass is fine the pass back is fine it's it's no problem um, and also and also, just to let people know we've been doing that all season yeah so, you know, it just goes like back they, to them it's, it's, it's a standard yeah. thing that happens and we look we get into them all in detail as we go um, Kev O'Sullivan says he just feels sti- sick All Black was outstanding he really is absolutely world class he was brilliant um, Morbid Angel says All Black was the difference Owen Book says Stephen the keeper should be able to kick the ball properly from a back pass it's a basic requirement of a pro footballer yeah listen we're going to get into that but Keith look the first half ebbs and flows you know they break out the odd time and the, 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 
the, the plan is what we expected, Keith. Let's be honest yeah. about it. You know, it was it was textbook what we expected. But we are really good. We are pushing with chances. You know, we are thinking we need one here. We kind of need one here. And then we get one. And yeah. people have spoken about how good Ox was. And the ball in is great. And the header is great by when Adam to get it down the ground. But the run Oxlade-Chamberlain makes. If you want to show Oxlade-Chamberlain what sort of player he has to be for Liverpool, you just show him that run on a loop. Because yeah. we have all the lovely touches and we have all the interplay between the front three, but someone just making that twenty-yard run from midfield beyond beyond the person that has the ball, beyond the strikers, and getting to the, an end liner into a box—it was brilliant for Mox. It was a brilliant ball and it was a brilliant header. It was. It was a great goal, and the timing of it was great as well. It, it set us up nicely, you know, because the longer you leave, Atle- even though we were battering them, the longer Atletico would have went with something to hold, the more difficult it would have got. So to get there, to bloody their nose at that stage was a great time to do it. And as you, you're dead right there, Gav. Ox, he, he's making that run and it's people always cry out for, uh, you know, a Coutinho back, you know, that type of player. But the way we play and the way Klopp sets up, it's it's not a Coutinho. It's, you're right, show Ox that. It's a breaker from midfield willing to get in you know, not to be sitting, but to, to get in, but that does the work defensively as well. And Ox could be that player. Nabi Koide could have been that player. You know, they're the type, that's the type of creative player we'd be looking at. But yeah, he done great on that. And, you know, you can't, he, he did, he ran the balls out of himself tonight and uh, just couldn't put in anymore. But the, the goal was excellent. Everything about it was just top notch. And, it really gave us the lift that we needed. And we did kick on after that. Like, again, I don't know what to be saying because it was an absolutely brilliant 90 minutes. Mm. You know, Atletico had a few chances, but overall, I know Chris is saying, you know, the defence maybe weren't... I didn't think they were that bad. I thought they handled everything well. I thought uh, the, the forwards, I thought were all, you know, done one thing good or... And not the other, you know, I thought Salah's control and his uh, running was brilliant, but his decision making for shooting and all was muck. Early in the second half, he has one there where he's he has support and he chooses to shoot. And yeah, but it's always dead straight to the keeper, you know, he's not mm-hmm. walking, he's not testing the keeper. Uh, Chris touched on Mane there with the bicycle kicks. Yeah, if they go in, they look great, but you know, again, I thought Mane gave away a lot of ball tonight, but won a lot of ball back which is a great strength. And in our WhatsApp group, Bobby got pelters. I thought Bobby was okay tonight. Do you know what I mean? Even mm. before the goal. So mm. I thought everyone sort of done a good job. Mm. And without digging, I'm not going back to Adrian, without digging a mill, you know, I, I understand people saying, oh, you shouldn't be putting the ball back to him. If the keeper's low on confidence, maybe, or you're not as confident in his ability, maybe don't be putting him under pressure. But it wasn't even a pressure back pass. No, it wasn't. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It was, he should have dealt with it a lot easier. Um, but, you know, we still try to win the game, but when you're playing a team, look, I'm going to say something. I love Atletico, right? And I love Simeone. And I have no problem with their carry-on tonight because that's what they do, mm-hmm. right? That's how they play. And we knew that's what they do and that was how they play. People are getting pissed off from running to the, the crowd and celebrating. Look, we should have dealt with it, you know? We should have dealt with it in the 90 minutes and unfortunately we couldn't. And even... Getting the goal in extra time didn't give us the kick that I thought we uh, could have done. You know, I thought we really, after they had the one disallowed on 90, I thought mm. we get that goal, that's really going to kick us on. Mm. And it just didn't didn't, ha- didn't happen. Uh, Amberish is in India. It's 4.30am. He said he's absolutely good, but fair play to the team. They gave it everything. You see, look, that's 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 a very simplistic way of looking at it and probably yeah. the best way to look at it. Yeah. Um Jonathan Crone says Dortmund lost two after being two one up on aggregate. Bad evening for teams rebuilt by Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, bad night for um, the Klopp connection. In fairness, it really is. Uh, Tess Smithy says sucks to go out the way we did everything right to go on and win the game. Salah looked like the player from two seasons ago. Ox was great. Hendo was fab. Milner settled in well too. Uh, evening, gents. Not feeling a random question tonight. Says Dylan. Dylan, we get a few in at the end. We always like to end on um, oh, upy. We're not going to get too upset. You know what I mean? Like this team, what they've done over the last couple of years. You're not going to get too upset. Yeah. More, more. No, look, you're more than welcome to be upset. But take it in context, you know, and, and you take it on the chin. That's that's the way it goes. Uh, let me say, um, Stephen. I think it was Stephen said earlier. Uh, he 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 feels that we're not clinical enough side, and 
it'll catch up with you at times. There's a bit of a point there. I'm going to be honest with you, Chris. There is a bit of a point there because we go back to the amount of chances we had and if just a few decision-making things, that's part of being clinical. And like you said, could Manny lay one off? Should Salah lay one off? Should Robertson finish one of the chances? There's plenty there where you could say, you know, an extra percentage point where it becomes where it com- comes to being clinical and we're probably out of sight there. Yeah, I mean, that's been, that, the thing with Liverpool side, you know, um, you know as, as always on social media, it goes berserk. Um, we are talking about fine margins and, you know, I, I get pelters for the criticism the of Van Dyke thing is because it's nitpicking. But it's kind of like, that's all you really have got to nitpick is our sub-goalkeeper is not as good as the best mm. keeper in the world. Fucking mm. hell. That's a, that's a problem. Mm. Who knew? Who knew, who knew Who knew? the fact that if you have the best keeper in the world, the backup's not as good and can possibly drop a bollock? Mm. Yeah, for, it, it's not nice to hear, but it, it happens. Who knew your backup centre-backs aren't as good as your main guys? It happens. But with Van Dijk, he's sort of going, there isn't a lot he does wrong. But, you know, these are like, well, if you tweak that little thing there, then you're elite level. You're, you're even, even eliter than you are. So... Mm. It's it's just a perspective thing, you know. You know, everyone will go on about you know this isn't this player's not good enough, this squad's not good enough, that's not good enough. This is the same squad that's going to win you your first title in thirty in thirty years. This is the same squad that yes, it would have been nice to win more than one trophy, more than one trophy. It would have been nice to have an FA Cup or a League Cup or a, a another European Cup. You know, it's you know we're, we're all upset because we're not going to our fourth final with Klopp in Europe. You know, it's, it's when you think about it like that, you sort of go. Maybe, you know, I mean, I was probably a bit blind to think, oh, we'll get through because that's what Klopp does in Europe. But, you know, mm. you know, it's a bit like we're all disappointed we didn't get to our four, we're not going to get to our fourth final in five years under Klopp. It's mm. a bit like th- there are bigger problems we get, we've had to Liverpool. It's one of these, and we, haven't, we aren't there. Do, do you know what? I, I can take tonight, right? Now, I'm not happy about it. Like, like Kevin Sullivan's asked us the question about the European Cup final. No, it's for, it'd be four and five years. We didn't make one in 2017. Um, because we weren't in Europe, remember we threw all our eggs yeah. in the in the in the, the, the Europa League basket. Oh. Anthony yeah, yeah. Anthony Lundgren says Ox was fantastic. Um, Dylan says kick on, uh, take the league now. As I mentioned, Dylan, I hear the Champions League FA Cup were all just sprinkles on top of cream on top of a cake that was the league. Yeah, I'm absolutely with you. Uh, time to get to get behind the lads. There are more great things to come. Uh, Marbert Angel says anyone uh, abusing Adrian and his family online. Uh, need to have a war with themselves. You absolutely that's do. The wars, mate. Yeah, um, that's no, you absolutely that's... do. Listen, I can take tonight, right? Because and the reason I can take tonight is because we're picking out we're, we're picking out bits, right? And like as Chris and as Keith and as myself are pointed out, played really, really well. And sometimes things happen, moments happen, and you go, "Yeah, good," but you have to take them. Don't get me wrong. If we went out there tonight and we were blunt and we played like we did. Frame and say go away at Watford, and we were beaten one 0 on the night. You go, do you know what? That's not that's not good enough. You'd, you'd be raging then. You'd be you would be raging, raging because you it, feel like it's a massive missed opportunity. Tonight is a massive yeah. missed opportunity. Don't get me wrong. I don't want people coming on going. He doesn't care. When in fact, I've said it a long time. The Champions League for me, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I'm all right with it. The league is no. where it is for me. So it's it's one of those. You know, um, like, the champ the Champions League was more important last year than this year in a in a sense that. Last year felt like we had to win something to get to ninety-seven points and not win anything. You were like, would have been a real cruel kick in the bollocks. Mm. Um, whereas last year, because we got caught with the monkey off the back of winning a final, we we're like, right, and we've used that to kick on and go to an elite level. I mean, it gets to the point now is, you know, people don't like me comparing us. We are Fergie's Man United. People love us getting beat now because it a happens so rarely, and b it gives everyone that little bit of hope. Yeah, you know, and just think. You know, we're gonna we're gonna win the league comfortably this year mm. at a stormer, and just think we're all going. Yeah, they can still play better. You know. Yeah, that's, like, that's the scary thing is we can st- we've still got levels to go to that can be made even scarier. Like Bertie says, there, how come except for Alice and all our goalkeepers over the years have massive mistakes in them? United's reserve goalkeepers are so much better than their reserve goalkeeping. Uh, you, a, United, a goalkeeping uh, a goalkeeping coach is shocking. There has to be. When you watch that no. tonight, that's nothing down to coaching. And uh, the, the same person that's coaching Alisson is coaching Adrian. So, you know, if Alisson was turned around and dropped off a cliff, you'd say, yeah, and this is a John Achterberg thing, I think. Uh, but yeah. to, for me, you, you've, you're replacing the best goalkeeper in the world for me with somebody that is a reserve goalkeeper and had one of those nights. Simple yeah. as that. The same way you replaced them in the European Super Cup and saved 
played really well, save penalties in order to win it. So it's a bit... <laughs> on the on the United thing, though, um, United did drop a bit lucky because it, it, they had a perfect storm. Romero was Barcelona's number one, but tore his ACL, so he couldn't play. So he got so he got himself fit, but he didn't have a club. So United mm. offered him a chance to train with them, mm. and they just signed him. So you get Barcelona's backup like that. You know, City basically bought did what we did. They brought Brava, we brought Carius. Both weren't good enough, and they kept Brava as their backup. But look at City this year. The part of the reason City are nowhere near us is Bravo was shit at Anfield. Mm. And that's what cost him. Gazaniga at Tottenham has cost him tons of games. Mm. He's crap. Mm. You know, um, Arsenal's back again. Ma- Martinez, I saw him in the 5 5. He's the worst goalkeeper I've ever seen in my life. Mm. You know, he, he, he does a Brad Jones. Every time he shoots him, he dives the boy. Jonathan Crone, which is a new name on that chat tonight, and fair, fair play to you for joining us. He says he's um, he's just a bit gutted that he feels the league could be over within about two weeks and all we have to play for now is the 100 points. You're going to take a league title home. And yeah. I, I think people are, people are starting to downscale this for some reason. And I don't I know. know why. I really don't know why. Um, I think... I think a lot of people, probably, to be fair, I thought this. I thought if Liverpool ever win the league, it's going to be like the Aguero thing. It's going to be horrible. Mm. Last kick, we've we'll, we'll probably thown it away three times. We're all going to be like, oh, shite. This, you know, a lot of heart attacks. And nobody was expecting us to just go, we're just the best team by miles and no one's going to catch us. Mm. And you know what? If, if people are saying, oh, we only got the league and you know, we just celebrated from April and May. If, if you're disappointed with that, I, I don't know what I don't know what you're in it for. Mm. No, you see, I, I've said it from, and like Keith will tell you, uh, I've said it from day one of this season. The league is all that matters to me. Don't get me wrong; I'm not downplaying what's happened tonight, but no. I, I, like I can take it because of the performance and th- these things happen. You know, John says, "I'm sorry, but don't give me that he's a backup keeper. The mistakes are bloody simple, and he's been he's been shy for a while. But because he's a boss lad, it glosses over all all the mistakes. The list is long. No, um, I don't think it does gloss over. He is a backup keeper for a reason, and unless we want to sign a really really other top keeper that won't sit on the bench." It, it won't sit on the bench. It's simple as that. Or you put Quivin Kelleher in there, and you say he's your backup. Quivin Kelleher has been okay at times, but he's not. He's not ready. It's just one of those. Marbury Angel says we keep evolving as a club. There's been an upward trajectory uh, since Klopp took over. Where uh, Sean Pritchard says we have a control around destiny, and we'll continue to do so. Uh, Liverpool football club life is great. It is great at the moment. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, I was born in 1992. Says Marbury Angel. I'm going to see this club win a title in my lifetime. There you go. Uh, arguably, carries, yeah, arguably carries is better than Adrian, says the Anfield lack. Uh, we could have that argument all day. We could have your argument all day, but at the, at the end of the day, like, Harry's had, had no look, 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 hold on. Let, had no when he was playing, he was the pressure on him to do anything. The, the crowd was <gasps> like that every time yeah. he'd get yeah. the ball. Like, it, it, I think it's a difficult him. one. I, I understand people's frustration tonight. I do uh, over the goalkeeper, but I think it's a difficult one because if you actually look back on Adrian, right? We we've said it in the in the pre in the season review shows we're doing, and we'll probably be back with another one tomorrow. But we've said, look, he comes in, he has a bit of a howler at Southampton, but he plays eight league games, we win all of them. Right, yeah. um, he plays in the European Super Cup. Grant. Now he's come back. Don't get me wrong. He's come back. He's made a mistake away at Chelsea in the cup. Fine, absolutely fine. At the weekend, did he a couple of dodgy he's moments? Been, maybe, dodgy. maybe. Yeah. But the level you're looking for is Allison level, and you, you need to stop looking for that level. And tonight he's had a bad game. We had a bad game. Like Mo Patel yeah. says, it happens. Honestly, we move forward. Adrian is still a good keeper. Will never be number one. Correct. Stephen Hackett says, Jesus, Gav, we could have won a lot more this year. Just can't settle for that considering the lead we have. Don't agree with that. <coughs> Stephen, the, 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 what we need to look at here is the priorities that's being made. I think yeah. the Champions League was definitely the second priority over the league. I think that's a very simple thing to say and it's very straightforward. But we are put in a situation where the goalkeeper is injured, another goalkeeper comes in, he has a bad night. He has a bad night. That's what can you? What what do you want? What what do we, people want to say? Like, do we want to run him out of the club over it? I'm sure Adriana is sitting in that dressing room right now, going, oh, "I've made a complete another bollocks of this, and I have yeah. done over the last couple of games." So, but look, he we, knows. We, not stupid. The, the, only, the, the only big difference of Adrian now, maybe this is delusion or it's just the way he is. I think the difference between him and Mignolet and Carius is if Carius and Mignolet dropped a bollock, you would see that drop bollock for the next five or six games. Because it'd be on their mind, you know. Mm. They 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 kind of they shrink 
You know, Mignolet was the master of making himself look small. Mm. Whereas Adrian, he will always like turn and go, yeah, I made a mistake, but you know what? I'm not going to make it again. Mm. And he might make it again because he, he probably will. That's why he's a backup keeper. But he's got that mentality of when you go to the next game, he doesn't look like a, a guy who made a mistake last week. Mm. And you know what? That's, that's, the, that's, I think, what you need for a backup keeper is obviously, yes, you want to save a lot more than he does, but he does need, he do need someone who knows that it's not going to weigh down on him. Like I, I think he'll go cock. I think he'll be in cocky in the derby. He'll probably as usual cock himself in the derby because he has to be. Mm. There's no point in because Everton now. I guarantee first time is I've got to test out our um, our mentally strong years, and you know the guys have got to protect them a little bit more. Mm. The in about seventeen, eighteen <coughs> games for us this season, and you know he's a backup keeper. We didn't expect him. He didn't expect to be playing all that, and. You know, he's he's done well and he's had a few mistakes and he is what he is. He's 30-odd years old. He's not an elite-level keeper. He's a very good keeper and maybe but to, but the, to me, the drop-off is just too much. To I think me, we've also got to, go, we've got to stop rewriting history a little bit because Evan does, does this now. Oh, you can't just set up the league. You've got to go for everything. You had the chance to go for everything. Yeah, yeah, but let's get realistic here. You know, I didn't know when we'd win a league title. You know, I'm, I'm 36 now. You know, last time we won the league title, I was six. And I'll be honest, I, I have no memory of it. So in my head, I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, and, it, you know, League Cup, we played strong. We played strong sides, got all the way through. And then we got a bit screwed over because, like, well, you've got to play two games in two days in the continent. That was never going to work. FA Cup, you get Chelsea. Do you know what? It happens. You know, if you play Chelsea away, you might win, you might not. Chelsea wins difficult. And tonight, it's not like we got out to, like, some shite. Or we, we did a Rodgers season where he... When he just gave up on it after two games and went, mm. oh, sorry, I'm going to play all the reserves away in Madrid. You know, it wasn't like we gave up on it. You know, we played the best side we possibly had available at the fine margins, cost us. Yeah. Uh, Supercar Kieran says, part and parcel of the knockout football, we dust ourselves off. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And just get those six points. Because we are so dominant in the league, it doesn't give us the right to expect to win everything. Fair point. Um, but all things being equal tonight we go through quite easily and you do have to point at the goalkeeper you, you, gen- you just you do just the way it is um, somebody there their name isn't coming up it's just a dot on the screen it says Gav we're, we're not looking for Alison Levels uh, from our number two but those three goals tonight fuck me absolutely absolutely Dunno says a bit of a cough there Gav yeah a little bit one of them could be the coronavirus could be just the cigarettes I don't know what it is but I'll get over it Dunno thanks for your um, your concern Adrian's uh, fault Jono says, uh, Gav, the problem is he had a bad night at Chelsea just last week. He didn't even bother diving. Uh, look, let's get on to them because I'm not, I think people feel that I'm, I'm, or we all are overly, overly protective of them or, you know, kind of trying to write off what happened tonight. I'm not for one minute. I said it in the, in our WhatsApp group after that is a hundred percent on him tonight. It's a hundred percent on him. But at the same time, at the same time, like, like somebody says, or Chris said there, you know, he has to play in the derby on Monday. Are we going to just slaughter this fella now for yeah. for four or five days and then let him go into the derby in a massive, massive game for Liverpool? Probably one where it'll probably put us within a game of winning the league and then we're trying to get that game out of the way because of the circumstances around the world. You can't. This fella's, this fella's fucking playing next Monday. It's not like it's not like Carriers where you go, he's not going to play again. Sure, we're out of the League Cup now and he won't play again. He's playing on fucking Monday. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And you can bet your bollocks he's getting death threats and his wife is getting death threats. Oh, yeah, like, like Fabinho's wife last week. Loving stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you know the, I mean? anyone doing that is a fucking arsehole. Let's be honest about exactly. it. Um, so, listen, uh, John says the virus is worrying the crap out of me. It's a very worrying situation. Like yeah. uh, people, people in our WhatsApp group think, does God not care about this? Does he not realize what's going on? I 100% realize what's going on. I'm finding it hard to understand why mass gatherings are a major problem. That's my reason. I think if you walk down any city centre street, you have more chance, you have as much chance of catching it as sitting at Anfield. That's just the way I look at it. And if you look at PSG's ground tonight, I think Sevilla yeah. done the same last night. Um, Valencia, just, yeah. Valencia, sorry, there's, there's a shitload of people turning up anyway. Um, but look, uh, 
let me see. Uh, let, Bertie says no one wants to have a go at Adrian, but everyone knows there is a mistake in him, and the backline surely has doubts about him. What's worrying me is, uh, uh, what my main worry over him would be, and this is before tonight, I think he's trying to be something he's not. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, you know, trying to catch things or trying to be cute about things, maybe like Alison makes everything stick, I have to be the same, and maybe not work for him, but he probably needs to go back to being himself. Um, so, look... Look I think that look. first goal is a prime example of it, Gav. You know, I think that you know, for me is a complete lack of, that. But that he should have been healed from that up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead, he's trying to play a cute ball. In I don't think he's, I don't think he's trying to play a cute ball. He, I think he gets lack caught. Of I think it's a complete lack of concentration, Crete. Because I'll tell you why. There's no way that listen. I put it to you this way: Franz Beckenbauer isn't picking out a fucking pass off that pass he gets, right? Not with the way his, sh- his foot is shaped. Not the way he tries to go through it. He tries to go through a ball. His head comes up. He tops over the top of the ball and it's straight into the midfield and then you know he's he's just poor for it just just poor oh, yeah. the, the, like keith you have you're good when you see that happen aren't you yeah I, it is it's absolutely i mean in look we're all fans of liverpool right and we're all hurt tonight we're all good you know without over exaggerating these things we're all laid heartbroken to go out i don't like the idea that people think we're happy to go out that we're not happy for, to go out that but it's just one of them things that you don't, you can't legislate for a mistake like that from the keeper. And, it, you know, Will Horton, but his head is going to be all over the shop as well. Do you know what I mean? He's not stupid. He knows he's made of balls of that tonight. The players know he's made of balls of that tonight. And we just have to support him. You know, I'm good, but we, we just have to get it out of the system. Move on, move on to the next one. Like, it's... It's just, it's hard to take. You know, I think it was Chris ourselves said there a minute ago, and it was an excellent point. We we played very well. We didn't go out on a scaldy, you know, you didn't didn't show up and didn't have a goal. Like, we really played well tonight. We went out. This fella's going to get the brunt of it. You know, he is going to get the brunt of it. But I can't go to Bladen Town on him. You know what I mean? As much as I'll try, you know, it ultimately... He, he is what he is, and I was guilty of overhyping him maybe as the best backup around. You know, he's not clearly, but he is a good keeper, and I just hope that he doesn't sort of go into himself and can shake it off. You know, it's it's just it's a sore one tonight, Gav. I'm not used to, you know, coming off. And But one thing I will say is usually we go out of the Champions League. That's the end of our season. Mm-hmm. This isn't the end of our season. You know, and people need to remember that we've we've milwalked to the title so far, but that is still the ultimate goal, and that will be the let off at the end. And people don't like to hear that. They don't like to hear that. It's yeah. like we should be winning everything we're in. And look, we went into the season with a small squad. We went into a season having a lot of um, other priorities to go for, and maybe it's just catching up on us now. But we've put the work in to get where we are now, and I just think. We're, we're being not found out a bit, but it's catching up on us. Mm. Adriana's tweeted tonight to say that um, not the result we wanted, not the way we wanted it to go, but we have big objectives in the season, and you know Liverpool will always come back. So um, it's 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 look, you just you just take it, you take it on the chin. I I could go through the second and third goals. I think the second one, I think he's poor at his near post. Although I will say when Atletico break. Someone needs to throw a tackle in or just mill someone and just yeah. say, listen, I'm taking the yellow here and I'm putting this to bed. And they don't. And your man takes a run at, I think it's Trent and Henderson and Milner are there and does half-hearted attempts to go with, go at him. They mm. should just upend him as soon as he gets anywhere near it. Uh, let me see. Stephen says, listen, boys, you accept this. You need to raise your bar. Uh, this was embarrassing tonight. We need clinical forwards. Fact. Um, Bollocks. We have yeah, clinical forwards. I just, I just... Yeah. <sighs> Stephen is, Steve, is absolutely fuming. Stephen's absolutely fuming, and I'm all right with that, right? That's allowed. That's allowed. Uh, yeah. Listen, come here and I tell you, these nights happen. Like, mm. I've seen them happen so many times. So many times. Um, like Stephen Hackett saying, taking on the chain, Jesus, Gav. Um, uh, but does we Stephen went, no, think no, that no, we no. Ha- were entitled to win this every year? You know, Atletico are an elite team. You know what I mean? Like, it's a hard fucking. They have a game plan and they they caught us by the balls tonight. You know, they got breakaways, they got their goals, and then once they got ahead, we were fucked because we weren't getting back into that game, no matter what. 
it's a tough one to take, but the, you know, embarrassing, I wouldn't agree with that. Mm. I don't think it's embarrassing. And in terms of getting you forwards, I mean, come on, let's let's get a bit of perspective. These, this is a front line that has, is going to win as a league title. This is a front line that has won as a European, Euro, European Cup final, could have won as a second European Cup final. You know, is there an option that maybe we need a bit more competition back up? That's absolutely. probably right. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's why the talk is, we're, we're, you know, it seems almost realistic that we're going to get someone like a team of Werner. Mm. Do you know what? Maybe that's what maybe that's what Klopp is looking at. Maybe this year he's gone. I go with a smaller squad. The whole bills to pay thing that he said, as in that squad is good enough to get me a, a league a league title. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if in the next next year and year after you'll start to see some change in the pool. It might not be four three three. We might we might start going four two three one. Might start playing four forwards. You might start seeing one of the front three regularly on the bench because we have a team over and because Minamino finally hits form. I think you are going to start to see evolution next year. He's clearly set the club up to get a job done. You know, and look, this is not us saying that I was we're going to win the league, so you know, grand. But you know, I think people need to realise we haven't won it for thirty years, and I keep saying it. Get it in your heads, you know, 30, for thirty years I've sat watch us hopefully get fourth and I'd be more pissed off watching teams trying to get fourth than this you know this this is enjoyable not this loss but you know where this team is is enjoyable yeah. you know we're, like, we're on the cusp of being quite a very very dominant side yeah Owen says um, he's just he's just upset because he felt that getting through here and we had a great chance to go and win it again and and I know, mm. and I, know I know where he's coming from I really do I think uh, Sean Pritchard said, let's remember we did not shine in the fourth leg. That's a fair point as well. Yeah, uh, we yeah. played well tonight. Lots of chances. Without keeper mistake, it was a ma- uh, we masterclassed that 2-0. Um, uh, you know what? I think the, the first goal, like the second goal, Owen also says he, his positioning for the second goal isn't great because it's the only sp- place your man can score. It's not even his position. I think his footwork is poor. I think with the shots yeah. hit, he's literally... He's not ready to jump and dive. He cannot, all he can do is try, stretch himself out as far as he can. He doesn't propel himself towards that shot and save it like, like Allison genuinely would. You know what I mean? Um, Champions League last year, league this year, double next year, says Dylan. Look, I, I'm, and, and I'm not having a go at Stephen Hackett. Stephen's fuming and I'm absolutely okay with that. But Man, no, listen. I'm absolutely all right with that because I, I've said it from the day one when I started this show. The more different opinions we have, the better. If you want to come on and be delighted about Liverpool, fine. If you want to come on and go absolutely rasher at the fact that they haven't won a game, I'm absolutely fine with that. I will say though, um, I know where he's coming from on the clinical stuff that he's mentioned. The new forwards thing, I think, is a bit of a jump. I do agree that we competition is needed in the forward areas. I agree fully yeah. with that. But you have to look at tonight, and I think if that was reversed tonight, you would be walking away going, "Jesus, Allison was brilliant, wasn't he? It was, he was, he was brilliant because Old Black was brilliant." And don't get me wrong, there was a couple of chances where we probably shouldn't have given him the chance to save it, and that's absolutely fine. But there was other parts where you went, "That's just really good goalkeeping all the time." A JJ says Adrian off the ground when forced goal went in. Uh, you keep your feet planted. I don't know. I don't know whether he, he was slips. Setting, I, I, I think he slipped. I think he's setting himself. And waiting for the shot, and the shot's taken that little bit early, and then he slips as well. Because let's be honest about it, it has to be a slip. That is not a goalkeeping attempt uh, for the first goal. It really is. Um, look, it's it's a tough one to take, and people are upset, people are annoyed, absolutely fine. People are a little bit more pragmatic about it, and that's fine as well. More opinions, absolutely. I'm, I'm all for them. Uh, man of the match, lads. Uh, Keith, I'm going to come to you first. I thought Deeney was absolutely sensational, uh, so I would have given it to Genie. Close one for Ox, but I thought Genie was just all over the place. He walked the bollocks off himself, as he usually does. Just so reliable. Mm, okay. Uh, Chris, man of the match for you? Uh, yeah, I'll probably go with Genie, only because he was on the pitch a bit. He was on the pitch a little bit longer, but I agree. It's him or Chamberlain. Both of them were excellent tonight. Mm. I'm going to give it to Chamberlain because he done stuff tonight that I want to see Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain do for Liverpool. Yeah. And that's walk his bollocks off, get in good positions, get shots away. But most importantly, making those third man runs. Um, I love seeing them because we talk about low blocks and we talk about, yeah. you know, 
playing around have we got this have we got that and we do we have nearly every facet of our game is, is good when it comes to different teams and people will say oh well, we're not good against low block teams go back and watch the league go back and watch this league no, no one comes out and plays us so you know we're playing low block team 90% of the season and look where we are um, but them sort of runs I love when, when a ball's played inside and then you're just gone and you're gone and it, it's it's like gay abandon just I'm going in there and if someone puts it in there fine if not I'll have to turn around and run back uh, Jono says it's frustrating because we were tuning up and gifted them away back into the game they didn't do anything to deserve it no they didn't it felt like a smash and grab and people tell you it was yeah. a I've seen someone say there that it's being mentioned in the media as a Simeone masterclass it was anything but um, it was a Simeone it was it was a it was an Atletico Madrid performance don't get me wrong but um, people love Atletico Madrid Quito's um, people who see me only, um, I, I, I give them huge credit, but I do find them slightly cowardly when they come to play football. Um, I could be, I could be asked with that every week. So and we, and we, and we have been through either, that. Sort either, of could, either could I, but I do find them a little bit cowardly. Uh, Emma at times in the football they play but having said that I guess in the results uh, particularly in Europe over the last couple of years where they've been to numerous finals but that's just yeah. the way I am that's just the way and, I am but that, that's all down to the like that's all down to Simeone getting them that way do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. if you look at Atletico Madrid you're looking at the equivalent maybe of being a Spurs in England and you look at where they are now and how they play they are the toughest team to break down and beat in world football mm. They are absolutely drilled. And I know people say oh, they're awful to look at. Look, I'd hate Simeone to replace Klopp, right, for example, because you know it's like the old Mourinho. I, lo- I liken them to Julio's Liverpool in 2001. Yeah. Very tough. You know, it's a team of, you know, I, I jokingly would say they're like the, the Bournemouth with a suntan because they've set up with four central midfielders playing across the middle, Koke and Sell, do bits and pieces on the wing. Partey, I know Correa started tonight and Lorente came in, but they, they play four, they always play four centre midfielders in, in there and they're so hard, they're intelligent and they know how to play. Now, it's not easy on the eye, but it's very effective and for the type of club they are, it's, it you know, they, they punch above their weight, you know what I mean? Like, they really are, it's not the prettiest, but he's an absolute, well, it's not a masterclass as such, they knew what they had to do. We went 1-0 up, and but the thing well, is, the thing is, Keith, the thing is, Keith, the thing is, Keith, right? We go one nil up, then we go two nil up in extra time, right? And don't get me wrong, they do know what they have to do, but they don't go and do it. It's given to them. To them. You know what I mean? That, that's where that's where I'd be a little bit, uh, you know, if you if you got the, that if you got the extra time, changed the system, changed the way he played, and unlocked Liverpool, and went, oh, do you know what? He's he's pulled off a fucking stroke. There. Yep. But, he never does that. You know, he doesn't no. do that. He doesn't go attacking. In fact, I seen their team tonight and I thought it was a very attacking lineup for the Simeone team. And he didn't attack. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. so I was, I don't know what, um, you know, they're, they're not the type of team that will try and put that pressure on and go for it. Like a Simeone masterclass is you stay in the game and then you take your chance when it comes. So mm. that was a Simeone masterclass. Now, we had to walk the tire over them extra go- uh, um away goals and I think that rule away goals in extra time is an absolute shit show over rule because it obviously benefits the away team in the second leg Mm. do you know what I mean we get 90 minutes to get an away goal they get 120 minutes to Mm -hmm. get an away goal and that's what ultimately not what put us out because they they won the game on the night you know but that was the one that you know the third goals a fucking a token at the end of the game we were done and dusted at that stage but it is a bit of a Simeone masterclass because that's how he does it you know, that's how he does it. Yeah. It's not pretty, but that's what he does. He sets his team up to do that. Yeah. Frustrate teams and it's pig ugly, but, you know. Yeah. Um, be- be- before we go, if anyone has any random questions, you can absolutely throw them in now for the last five, six minutes or so. Uh, but a lot of people commenting there, um, Chris, on Hendo. Great to see him back. Numerous people on the chat have, have, um, have commented. If you're in the chat, and you're in YouTube, please hit the like button on the video. It's very important. Hit the subscribe button and hit the bell icon so every time we go live, you know we're here. Um, we will be checking up on you um, t- on Periscope to see if you shared it onto your Twitter timeline. And we will send the bailiffs around if you haven't. That's the word from them, the people in charge. I'm only messing. Um, but, Chris, numerous people have said, you know, great to have Henderson back. Great to see him back. Maybe should have got him off a bit earlier, stuff like that. But how key is he coming back? Now, I know you have all the stuff going on around the world. You have everything on Monday. You have 
Palace possibly next Saturday. I have to say possibly at this stage. But how big is he to have back for the games whenever they happen, you know, to, to tie up this league? I think he's vital. I think it's like the uh, we saw with Milner when I was at the uh, Bournemouth game. I could put it. The players like Henderson, this doesn't sound very exciting. They make you maintain your standards. Mm-hmm. And they. W- uh, I think if we had a Henderson or a, or a Milner, you still would have got through. You still would have got. You still wouldn't have beaten someone like a Watford because they wouldn't. They would have given you that kick up the arse. Uh, but the other thing with Hendo is he's what he's really good at. Uh, it's not very exciting, but he is really good at it. He's, uh, he's good at setting the tempo. So he's good at quickening the game up when you need it. I don't think most of the other they could play at different tempos, but I don't think they could set it. And I think that's what he does. He, he, he sort of dictates the tempo. He dictates how quick we push, how quick we, we don't push, and then he slows it down. You know, so I think he's crucial. I think, you know, he's, he's the sort of player you need for the derby. And I, I think and for like Palace at home, he's perfect for those sort of games. You know, and I also think you might see a bit more of an improvement with Fabino now he's back. I do think he's very good at helping someone like a Fabino out, especially to having a little bit of a, a drop off to the usual standards. Mm. Keith, yeah. I'm going to leave the word on the coronavirus to you. So there's questions going on saying uh, Deepik asks, any ideas what happens if to the season if all the matches are suspended? I'm desperate for this league. Where do you see this going, Keith? I think it will be suspended. I think the league's going to be suspended. Um, I don't think it'll be cancelled. I think there's too many, uh, too too many ramifications. Line. You know, if they just cancel it and what we'll start again from next season, like what will Leeds do? Leeds are top of the championship, aren't mm. they? I mean, what so they miss out on the biggest payday you can get mm-hmm. in football to get promoted to the Premier League because of because of this. What I see happening, I think the Euros will be pushed back a year, I and I think the leagues will finish up in the summer. Yeah, the, on, the only problem, the, one, the only it? problem, the only problem you have with the league, the the the, the Euros being pushed back. When is the World Cup in Qatar? It's later, isn't it? It's a winter, so is that the is that twenty twenty two? Right. Yeah. Okay. Because you could you end up then with a Euros in twenty twenty one into a league season? Yeah, and then you go oh. through. You know it's. Either way, there's no easy fix on it. You know what I mean? There's no easy fix. I mean, they can't. I personally, I don't think they can cancel leagues. You only hear shy pipes that follow Man United and all that want that to happen so that we get stitched up. Again, and I'm not saying it from a Liverpool, purely a Liverpool point of view. I'm saying, you know, how do you sort out relegations and promotions at any level? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot involved in it, and I think it would be. You know, it's a look. It's, it's not only that. I think it's. Football. I think it's. I think it's the fact that if you were to say, "Frank, I can't see it happen," but if you were to turn, if the if 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 the government to turn around tomorrow and go oh, indefinitely with suspending all sporting events, blah blah blah, blah which I don't think they will. I think, th- I think that they'll play them behind closed doors. Absolutely fine, right? But it's not only promotions and relegations. It's sponsorship deals. It's mm. bonuses on sponsors. It's you know, um, it's all sorts of stuff. Like there's so many permutations to this. It's mad. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still. I I will openly tell you. I'm still struggling with the mass fucking gatherings and and it being a problem. You know. Um, well, I agree. Because you're going to get mass gatherings in the pubs yeah. to watch it instead. Mm, yeah. Look, like, yeah. uh, was a tweet. There's yeah. been a tweet gone out. Uh, someone's retweeted. I think it's Stan Collymore saying the suggestion is that the government and Premier League and EPL tomorrow may announce that the seasons won't be postponed, but all remaining games will be behind closed doors. Season ticket holders will be able to stream all their games, but the games aren't going to be shown in pubs and no 3 p.m. live games for the rest of the season. Okay, because Kevin Sullivan here says if it's suspended, then the results of where we are now will probably stand. The Euros will be cancelled. Full stop. They can't run it forward. Um. Play April's fixtures behind closed doors. You, you see, the thing is that you have an international break coming up, so I don't know whether they look to get towards the back end the next week and go, listen, just get that weekend out of the way. We've two weeks of no football in the country, unless England are playing, which I don't think they are. You know, the kind of way. And then it's, it's, you see how, how we are from there. Um, Kev said if it's behind clo- the closed doors, it'll be until players get infected. Um, yeah, that's true as well. Well, you see, the behind closed doors has happened in Italy and it's since been suspended. It happens in Spain and it's now been suspended. I mean, I think the behind closed doors is just a four-step to ultimately suspend. I don't think there's any way they'll play the, you know, a series against behind closed doors. 
I think I don't know. Look, I'm not an expert on coronavirus, but I think the only way to sort of contain it is to nearly shut the places down. You know, it's no good having a behind closed doors football game with twenty or thirty thousand people mm. congregating in outside stadiums, and yeah. you know, and people it, using public transport and all that. You know, it's 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 pointless. Yeah, because like it says there, Euros are uh, one lad there. HBS says Euros are planned to be played all around Europe. Not possible anymore with travel and stadium restrictions. Yeah, um, international games won't happen. Travel bans, says Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, you see, that's the thing that. that I think the international break is for this qualification, isn't it? For the Euros, the, the last qualification stages for the Euros, isn't that right? Yeah. Right in saying. So I don't know whether the Euros being in doubt, they can just go, listen, we're not playing them. We move them down the line because the Euros are going to have to, um, you know, the Euros are going to have to go and, and go down further down the line. So you don't know what's going to happen with them either. Um, but the, the only reason I want to spend the leagues is um, it's probably more of a lower league size. You have the likes of League One, League Two clubs. Mm. I, I mean, I'm not sure, you know, you hear stories already of League One, League Two clubs folded. Can a League, League One, League Two club really survive like a month of no football? Mm. That's, you know, that, that that's a tough one to take that. And the behind closed door things is really going to cripple clubs like that. The, 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 the Premier League is one thing, right? And I don't know whether England and Ireland are reacting differently because they're on islands. I don't know whether that's something to do with it. Is the spread quicker in Europe because of the likes of, you know, Spain, Germany, France... Um, Italy, you know, they're all landlocked with each other, you know, the kind of way. So people crossing borders and stuff like that. Maybe Ireland and England haven't seen it as much because of, you know, they've they've identified this now and to to a stage where, you know, people traveling are only fucking doing so for the, if they need to, you know, the kind of way. I don't know whether it's because we're on an island it makes a difference. That could be complete bollocks. Let's be honest about it. But but. We talk about we talk about the 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 possibility of what do we do with the league? Where does the Champions League stand, Keith? Because this is where, like, I've read something tonight that um, Roma have been Roma have been stopped from entering Spain. Yeah, because the flights not likely because there's a flight bans in Italy, isn't there? So where does it? But, surely the Champions League, Keith, is under more threat than domestic. Yeah, I mean, you think that the the European competitions will be the ones affected uh, because of, as you say, flight restrictions and and um, countries. But I mean, Italy is is it on lockdown now, where you're not even like they're shutting things down, and you know, there's not going to be anything involved in Italy, and Spain isn't far behind it. You know, you are seeing Champions League games and the two nights there we had last night, Leipzig and Spurs was played in a full stadium, Valencia and. Um, Atlanta was behind closed doors. Tonight we have PSG Dortmund behind closed doors. Liverpool in the stadium. Like, Bayern's, Bayern's going to be behind closed doors. The bit I, going to be behind closed doors the, exactly. The, the, the bit I don't get. This is where this is where I, this is where this is the, the bit of misinformation. Arsenal City tonight got postponed because Arsenal played Olympiacos and so yeah. Olympiacos has got coronavirus. Yeah. So I get that. Okay, Swap that down as a risk. Wolves are still going to Olympiacos on Thursday to play. Yeah, but so, the Akos have been cleared. I think. I think that all their players have been cleared. But they, but they, but what I'm saying is, Arsenal spent the same amount of time with Olympiacos players. So if they're cleared, why yeah, would Arsenal? I understand no, what no, you're no, saying there. No, 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 the, the Arsenal quarantine, oh, quarantine, the Arsenal isolation period ends something like yeah. yeah. So there's something like that. It's their isolation. Yeah. They have to be 14 days and. It ends later this week or something like that. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that's weird is we've just said, uh, I think it was uh, Dave Maddox in the mirror put this out. Spain's on lockdown now because of the coronavirus, but we've allowed yeah. 6,000 6, athletic fans to, f- to fly to Liverpool from Madrid, which is apparently one of the worst places for it. So, again, you're like, well, if it's that bad, why is our why are we let people. Why we? Well, you yeah, see, this, why, you, this, this why, is why are you inviting the? Why are you inviting a potential pandemic risk? Mm. And this way, it's so like, and also like, if it if it's that bad, you're going to shut stadiums. That's the health reason. I get that, mm. but you're not shutting tubes. The tube ain't getting yeah. shut down. Yeah, the buses ain't getting shut down. You know, we are. You know, but that, that's where the misinformation. I can't quite get my head around is because it clearly is a serious situation. Because obviously, you know, it's it's never good when there's something like this comes out and people are losing their lives and all that. But that. It's just very inconsistent what happens. Well, Kevin yeah, Sullivan says Kevin Sullivan says the virus rate in Italy, France, and Spain is much higher than us. I would have to put that down to you're in the European Union. 
it's freedom of movement. You're not going to get checked going across fucking borders every single part of the, you know, like, <laughs> them days are gone. You can drive across fucking Europe and no one says a word to you. You know that kind of way? Um, so, again, I don't, it could be my own head just being my head and not being in a very great place when it comes to this. But I don't know whether the fact we're, we're in Ireland is something to do with this because I've, I've always said it, I'd love to see there's about 40 cases in Ireland I think at the moment and I'd love to know how many of them were in Italy you know the yeah. kind of way because I, 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 I do put it back um, to Italy you know what I mean um, Alex says Italy everything shut down except for supermarkets and, and chemists slash drugstores mm. um, look we'll have to wait and see all you can do on this is take it day by day but I think the overriding opinion would be that the league will it make it to the Palace game I'm not too sure will it be completely null and void I can't see that happening um, you'll probably see a suspension in it because like Keith says it's a very serious situation but the ramifications and, and the permutations to this if they just decided ah listen well we've nine games left and we're, we're knocking around the head whatever happened beforehand is not not counting to be carnage absolute carnage yeah. in, in the world of football and I know people say well what does it matter it it probably doesn't in the bigger scheme of things but it's a massive industry it's a massive yeah. industry um, let me see exactly. let me see and that's without being too Liverpool you know it's not oh, no, just no, a Liverpool no, I'm, thing, I'm, I'm, you know and but that's, I'm looking that's at this thing. It's, it's across the world and it's Chris touched on the League One, League Two teams, impl- financial implications mm. there. I mentioned Leeds. You know, it's it's a lot of a lot of financial. And if you think these clubs aren't interested in the finance, you know, let's not be too naive. People are dying about it, but these will say, well, it's not the footballers or the the, the average match goer. It's it's the unfortunately, it's the elderly, it's the people with underlying health issues. It's you know, these are the people that have been struck down. So we have to take a serious. But personally, I think containing it early is the best thing to do. And that means Carl Duff, Carl Duff yeah. says we're looking at a huge proportion of the population contracting this virus, so there's no chance of season or cup comps finishing. So, where are we? Are we just going to write off the season? You know, I am. Um, I, I think that's right behind closed doors, and then I think it'll lead to a suspension. Mm. Uh, and I, I, I think that that's got to do something. You know, if we win forward. the league, do we have to be? If they were to cancel it, like what what happened there? You know, if we're if we're officially the champions, if we win two games and more, we're the Premier League champs, and it's no, you'd have, you have to, you'd have to, you know, you need to finish, you need to finish the league because then there's questions of who finishes the top, in the top four, four exactly. who gets relegated, position boys. So. But that's what I mean. Would they? Could they? And this is again, it's just thinking out loud. This like, if they were just to cancel it and leave it as it is now and say that's it. Mm. That's the way the season finishes. So if mm. you're bottom now, you're gone. Mm. Like, could they do that? I don't know. It's 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 unprecedented. You know, people have used examples of the the volcanic ash thing a few years ago, but that was just a bit of travel disruption. This is mm. something totally bleeding different. Mm. Mm. Well, look, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I'd say it will most certainly become a hell of a lot clearer in the next four to five days. Um, I, I know people will say, well, it's going on a week now, or it's going on two weeks now. I think in the next four or five days it'll become way clearer. Um, absolutely way clearer. Um, but look, that's been the Fatback 480 for tonight. Uh, Liverpool have, of course, exited the Champions League at around the 16th stage to Atletico Madrid. It hasn't been a good night. Uh, the chat has been brilliant though um whether it's been you know positive negative or something in between it's absolutely brilliant um sorry alex says uh, merkel said 60 to 70 percent of germany could get it but i reckon that would be over a one and a half years uh vaccine estimate uh lads i see a complete nationwide shutdown within two weeks don't be surprised if everything is behind closed doors after cheltenham finishes cheltenham going ahead is is mad when you when you consider that if they're talking about shutting football grounds this weekend when cheltenham finishes on friday it's it's mad you know so i don't know maybe the governments are taking it slightly different in ireland and england maybe it's to do with an oil us being islands maybe they're looking at it going no mainland europe is where it's at and with them locking it down it's actually going to stop the virus to to an extent where we can manage it it could be something like that but look um let me see uh tyler smith said the Merseyside derby behind closed doors it's a it's a it's a possibility but we'll have to wait and see but listen 
all we can do is wait that's all we can do Keith thanks a million for joining us it's been a pleasure pleasure as always good stuff good stuff Chris thanks a million for joining me thanks for having me mate no problem at all that's been the Fatback for Daily we will be back tomorrow night with a look at the month of October in this season and we will of course that's our date with Destiny Part 3 thanks for watching thanks for listening you've been amazing over and out Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto loan rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Sports Social Podcast Network.